It's a blessing to me that we should meet. I'd like to thank each in a seat and even those on their feet. See, I didn't think we'd be doing this till COVID changed what normal means. But here we are, another live stream on Podbean. Let's hit it off and light M80s that explode our wildest dreams into sweet melodies. Those are Retha and Tina T's. Get back to black, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That allows one to listen and the other to speak. If we seek, we can find the pod poet that's inside. However, we should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme. And it can be a full page or just a few chat lines. You can be grown, a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives. But however you spend your time, right now, we are alive welcome to the pod poets lounge i am your host naquel and thank you for joining me for another episode it is august 15th 2020 and some incredibly gifted creators are here to chop it up play some pod poets trivia and share their poetic flair so get ready to relax your mind and stimulate it at the same time. Last show, the brother, Poetics, the brother, D Malik, and the brother, Figaro Negaro, they came through and blessed the space. Now tonight's winner will have one of their poems featured in the Ink Magazine. Shout out to the collaborator and the creator, God's Ink, for another fantastic issue and collab. Last show's winner was Figaro, and he joins episode 12's winner, Mr. Ambition, as the first poet writers to appear in Spilled Ink. Yo, big things. And that's the newest section of this dope digital publication. Um, and this is its inaugural uh, like Shako debut uh, for this month. So I absolutely love that. I uh, love the work, love the collab. If you're not already subscribed, um, please do it. It would behoove you to do so. You don't want to miss the treasures that he digs up just for the poetry community. So head on over to IG. Um, yeah, and get the latest link for Keep the Link. You know what I mean? All right. And so I am always, always humbled when my invitation... Uh, gets accepted because it doesn't always happen that way. You know, some DMs are still are still out there. <laughs> uh, they just didn't make it. Um, but it always um, it always makes me so so delighted. And like tonight's vibe, we we can kind of make it what we want uh, with our presence. Uh, and I'm so thrilled to be back in the Pod Poets Lounge with my Pod Peeps in the chat. The love, Miss Poetic Soul, peace and blessings. Yes. Thank you guys for coming through. Uh, who we got? OG Taz, appreciate you stopping by. Chrissy, bless Cynthia. Thank you. It's a great night. Um, great vibe as always. And uh, we have some special guests that I really um, cannot wait to meet. Already in the the days leading up to this, we've been in the uh, the, the IG group chat um, and just getting um, super excited. So with you guys um, here, please. Please um, help me welcome, uh, because they're ready for some word, power, and sound. Um, please help me welcome to the show. Uh, 
yours truly. Yes, yes. As well as Gloria Clark, AKA her spoken word, and Manushka. Thank you all so very much uh, for coming through. How are you? How are you? How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all things considered, we live. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's really a delight and a pleasure for me um, as well. Um, there's so much going on. Um, and you guys decided uh, to take a little bit of time. Um, out of your Saturday, out of your life. And I really do appreciate that. Um, I want us to hang out, relax, um, kick back, um, and just chill. Uh, how does that sound? That <laughs> sounds like a me. plan. Great. All right. All right, fantastic. All right, so let's um let's get right into it. Let me say, um, sapase, uh, Manushka. Naboule, naboule. Yes, so delighted you could join me. You are a two-time author, uh, you are a poet, spoken word artist, you're a nurse, uh, you are a mom of twins. The word that comes to yeah. mind is, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're, you're doing a lot, sis, and um, I absolutely love your locks. I'm a little off topic, but I love your locks. Thank you, I appreciate it. It's part of the whole, the whole vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell me, uh, what's one of your favorite things about being a mom? Um, and if you could tell us what is, if you can remember one of your earliest memories of being inspired uh, to write poetry. Um, the most amazing thing about being a mom to me is the growth that I get to see within not mm. only myself, but my seeds. Yes. Like I created them from <laughs> love and I get to see mm. love grow outside of me as I put love into them and they mm. put love into me. So we're growing as, you know, individuals and as a family, and it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, the first time I think I was inspired to write poetry, I was really young. Um, okay. I can't remember the exact thing. I think I was writing like a poem for my mom, for Mother's okay. Day. Okay. Oh, and sweet. I don't even remember what it said. <laughs> Cause I think I was like eight or nine. I know. And I, she, I just remember how much she loved it. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. even realize that poetry was within me. I didn't find mm. it or it didn't find me until high school. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So Lovely. being inspired by, you know, just life and living is my inspiration every day. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, do you have something that you can share with us? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I feel like with everything going on with the continued protests for social injustices and, um, you know, we need uh, people to come together more and realize what we're fighting for. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just for us, it's for the human race um, because, you know, the future is going to look back at these moments and see how we acted and is is not a good look right now <laughs> um so uh metaphysical dilemma okay once upon a time i remember reading a line from the book for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough 
It just stuck to my soul like gum on the bottom of your souls. I tried to let it go, but it took a hold of me, held me hostage in between the sheets, periods, or cliffhangers, a noose hanging around my neck left me frozen, afraid to move, think, breathe, or be. Made me believe that we were all sleepwalking through a nightmare. Elm Street ain't got nothing on this. Freddie, Jason, and Charles Mason could be chasing you through Jigsaw's playground, run into Pennywise the Clown Underground, and that still wouldn't be scarier than the reality of being Black in this country. Fears are hiding in plain sight, triggered by red lights and stop signs, perpetrated by trigger-happy wolves in sheep's clothing, their badges of honor, stained with the blood of our brothers, sisters, cousins, mothers, and fathers, the melanin in our skin, Deemed a weapon, they use bullets to teach lessons and claim it was a blessing they survived because they were in fear for their lives. But what about mine? A blind person can see, their hands were up. A deaf person can hear them giving up, but a corrupt, lazy, able-bodied person is justified claiming they just felt a certain way. A feeling should not be held to the same standard as reason. Question, if a black man traveling, the speed limit gets pulled over for no reason, how long will it take before he drops dead? Hmm. You say racism and the others scream off with their heads. They should have just complied and they would still be alive. Well, what about Tamir Rice? He hmm. shouldn't have been a kid fitting a description, playing with a toy gun. Well, what about Eric Gardner? He shouldn't have been, what, selling cigarettes one by one now. What about hmm. Trayvon Martin? He shouldn't hmm. have looked suspicious by wearing a hoodie. And what about Sandra Bland? She shouldn't have sounded so moody. And, and how about Philando Castile? He should have just sat Still, well, how about you fill in the blank? He, she, it shouldn't have been walking, talking, driving, breathing while black. When they really want to say is that we shouldn't have been born black as if we'd had control of that, as if we'd ever want to change that fact. They want us to go back to a home that we weren't allowed to plant our roots in, send us back on the slave ships we came in because their prison systems got their quotas filled, trying to scare us mm. off after blood, set and tears were spilled to build just for them to break us down and stand on our backs to enjoy the fruits of our labor while we hung like strange fruit from poplar trees like we were Christmas ornaments. Ain't nothing Christian about raping and killing sons and daughters. The brainwashing tried to wipe us clean, so much so that some actually believe in this vengeful God. They make us bleed and they say God will be done. I, for one, don't believe in that conundrum. I believe God is pure light and we are stardust traveling back in time. The light of God shines so bright that we soak it into our skin. God literally radiates from within. So how can they be against us? Restrain us and turn around for, and blame us for speaking against injustices in a system rigged to fail us. And then now they're mad because despite that fact, we continue to excel excellently. So broken down and tired, but make a choice right now. Are you living up to your potential or are you giving up and dying? I ain't apologizing for trying. They may push our back against the ropes, make us believe there's no hope, but y'all better float like a butterfly and sting yeah. like a bee because King Kong ain't got shit on Muhammad Ali. Being young, <laughs> gifted, and black is a beautiful thing, you can bet. But being a woman and being colored is a metaphysical dilemma I haven't conquered yet. Thank you, thank you. Wow, it's a lovely piece. Ooh, ah, uh, you went in. Ooh, <laughs> I had to take a breath. <laughs> yeah, the, the pod peeps in the chat were definitely feeling that. Man, there's a lot of heavy truth in there. Um, beautiful, beautiful piece. Thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. Thank that. you. You're welcome. 
you got more for us, right? Coming later? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right. I want to say what is up to my dear brother. Um, so, so honored that you could come tonight. Um, yes, truly, really, really appreciate it. Um, and I wanted to talk to you too, like specifically um, about that piece. Um, you wrote a piece recently. Was it about hope? Yes, sir. It was. Yo, man. It was nice, man. It was nice. Oh, man. It really resonated. You. Yeah, you're definitely welcome, brother. Um, now, uh, you are an award-winning poet, um, an international brand, um, and you are soon-to-be author. Um, yes, sir. When I listen to your work, um, it's it's re- it, it really makes me want to pick up my pen. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> um, and, and I know, like, that, you know, from poet to poet, that's usually a compliment, um, you know, and I really, really get inspired um, by your work, by your style, by your flow. Now, you've been doing it for a while. Um, you started telling stories in rhyme at the age of eight. Um, is that correct? Yes, sir. Uh, I got it from my dad, pretty much. Him being um, uh, a child, a child author. And okay. I just adapted it. Nice, nice. Uh, so it's a beautiful inheritance, man. Um, but when you then put uh, pen to pad, you know, your poetry developed. And now, years later, uh, you often credit your rise and your achievements to those who came before you, you know, speaking of your dad. Um, but when it comes to the art, um, you mentioned individuals like Seven, Black Ice, um, and Claude McKay. Tell me, you know, tell us what impression did those people have on you? Well, they, the, the fact that they actually took out time uh, to teach me and to speak to me personally to critique mm-hmm. my writing at such a young age with them being vets, uh, with yes. them being established, with them being legends, it yes. meant so much to me. And so for those ones who I still see as uh, above me in pen uh, or those that I see as newcomers, I will never not take time to help if, if ever called upon or if ever asked of you something, I always because somebody took the time out for me. That is so, so important. I know for me, that means the world. And that's really cool, man, that you had that opportunity at such a tender age um, in your craft uh, to have, like you said, that kind of veteran insight, that that touch. Um, that's that's lovely. Um, and it continues to, continues to propel you because you found you. You seem to be living your purpose, um, if you ask me, um, and, and, and just doing it so gracefully, brother. Um, do you have something that you can share with us? Yes, sir. Even though that piece, I want to say that that queen, she, she uttered such beautiful, powerful words, and I thank her mm-hmm. for doing that piece, and I can't wait to her next one. Uh, <laughs> this next piece is going to be in like fashion to hers. Uh, it's called Dark Past, Bright Future. So I hope you all enjoy it. Cold, wet, disease-filled, rotting carcasses all around. No, it was hot, dry cotton fields, rape screams and lynching sounds. No, it was both cold-hearted and hot-tempered, burning crosses and riot gear, mixed with blacks getting in the back of the bus, dogs biting, and we don't serve no colors here. To be clear, my ancestors were human yet instilled to be far from average, strong-willed enough to survive them whips and slave ships during the Middle Passage, continually called savage by those self-proclaiming to be distinguished. 
Yet it was my people that couldn't read nor write and had to fight to learn English. They seen it as an opportunity to better their lives. Even in times that babies and wives were used for hunting, understood that for manual labor they were all good, yet still forced to work for nothing. The troubling era of Jim Crow let them know that they'd never be seen as equal. Built off the steam of the killing of Martin Luther King and through his dream we grew as a people. It's cerebral that our spirits never died. Even in times our bodies shifted from laying on our backs to breaking our backs to standing up straight until our souls lifted. Gifted with being athletically supreme beings along with the technological advances we invented. If you truly face it, blacks are the most patriotic of races because we've had to continue to put faith in the 13th, 14th and 15th amendments mm. commended for our cultural influences in the world from music to sports to fashion all while seeking rights for those who breathe God's breath of life because we believe in taking action. It's with passion that we seek equal treatment for all, short, tall, big, small, every woman and man, for we march, chant, sit, and kneel undivided. That's by being united. We show the united where we stand. And peace. In peace. Mm, that pregnant pause would have held me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That was lovely, y'all. Mm. Another one that's just right on time with what we're going through right now. Uh, the climate of society. Love the commentary. Nice gems Thank tucked you. away in there. I appreciate that. Yes, yes, man. Mm. Mm. The elegance, boy. Yes, yes. All right. My lovely sister is patiently waiting. She's just been listening to all this good stuff. She's just there. She's like, you don't have to come here. I'm all right. Just... Just let him go again. Um, I think they uh, covered it. Um, <laughs> um, just listening to you, um, listening to you laugh, uh, it reminds me of of how radiant your smile is. Oh, um, thank you. And it's funny because you know, obviously, your name is Gloria. Um, yeah. And it's 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 a real glow to me. Um, oh, you know, and the energy you. Uh, behind it. Uh, you're welcome. Um, thank you so, so very much for coming to chill. How are you? Um, I am great. I, I know that you guys are amazing. The other two poets here. <laughs> yes, they, they came with the energy and the excitement because we are definitely going to vibe tonight. Um, now, you are a podcaster, uh, your host um, mm -hmm. of Her Spoken Words, and writer, poet. Uh, sister, and so much more. Um, you've had to overcome a lot of negativity uh, to be where you are now. And there is such an uplifting force uh, to your message um, to me. And you call your listeners yeah. stars. Yeah. Can you tell us why and what led you to poetry? <laughs> Well, um, so at the age of eight, I was actually diagnosed with dyslexia. And for those of you who don't know what dyslexia is, it is a learning disability that causes you to have difficulties reading and writing. And God has such an irony when he gives out gifts, right? Because here I am, a writer, a poet, and a speaker. Um, I was told in high school I wasn't going to graduate high school. I wasn't going to go to college just because my learning disability really prohibited me to learn. And it it was really hard for me to learn and grasp simple concepts. But I, I love writing. I ended up graduating college. I graduated um, 
college with honors and graduated high school um, top of my because so many yes. people didn't yes. believe in me. And here I am now doing my dreams and becoming a podcaster, a spoken yes. word poet. <laughs> I've been doing um, spoken mm-hmm. word poetry since I was in like the sixth grade. And that was just a way for me to get out how I felt and what I was going through as okay. someone who had a disability. So, um, yeah, actually, it was funny that um, my first poem was also a Mother's Day poem as well. <laughs> um, and I don't remember what was said, but my mom heard it and she was like, you have a gift. And I'm like, mom, you're just being a mom. <laughs> but it, it actually led me to uh, so many other things. And I actually used spoken word poetry to pay for my college, I would go to competitions, win them, save the money, and okay. yeah, <laughs> and I used it to pay for my college. So um, yeah, that's kind of like my journey where I'm at now. Um, and now uh, since Corona started, okay. I did decide to start a podcast and I call my listeners stars because for one, I can't see them, but I know that they are there, but uh-huh. my nickname is Glow. So I hope that my listeners can glow with me and I can teach them how I glow. And yeah, so I call my listeners my stars. I love that. Um, <laughs> do you have something that you can share with us? Yes, um, I do. Yeah. So um, kind of bouncing off of what the other two poets did, my poem's actually about women because I'm really proud of our Black queens coming together. Um, but there was a time when we weren't kind of on the same page. And um, I went to a women's college, so I witnessed that a lot. I witnessed women putting down other women, and I really didn't like that. Um, but we have shifted gears, but this poem kind of goes back to you know what we used to be but i hope you guys can enjoy it and i hope that you guys can learn from it Uh, you got it (laughs) that group of women (laughs) as women we are taught to compete with one another to compare ourselves to each other we are taught that if she is pretty then we won't say a thing and if she's with my ex oh it's just a fling Women, we gossip and hush voices behind closed dorm rooms, hoping we can hide the scent of disgust with perfume. We discriminate if she doesn't look like us. We march around saying racism is over, but it isn't. We are just covering it up, hiding it lower. If she doesn't have blonde locks or curly brown hair, then nothing can compare. And I'm sorry, but you can't sit with us because clearly you're not a part of my sorority and you may claim to be a baller, but you can't shoot a three. So go back to where you belong because you have it all wrong. In high school, we were taught that this place has no room for hate, but among women, it is everywhere. If I go to ask my friend about my hair, she just might smile and say it's cute, but in her mind, she's smiling, saying it's not. As women, we should not be taught to see each other as competitors, as if we are in the Hunger Games, fighting for the beauty, to see at the end who can become the thinnest or whose hair can reach their waist, who has the prettiest face. We alter our bodies to try to become a Kim K, but she is fake herself. Her butt is injected and her breasts, they are infected with what mankind believes beauty should be and no shade on her. She is beautiful. Yes, Kim is beautiful. I just want to bring to your attention that you do not have to change your body for the attention. We measure our beauty off of double taps and male raps. If I don't get any likes, then why should I like myself? Women, we need help. 
If we believe that the sister sitting next to us is competition instead of an admission ticket to success, then I'm sorry to say you are thinking like the rest instead of thinking like the best because we should be coming together. Nothing is more powerful than a group of women. A group mm. of women that believes in one another, that builds each other up instead of watching them fall. A group of women that cheers for each other when winning a race, that has their back when love turns to hate. A group of women that fights, that cries, that screams all at once. We need to try to become that group of women that can hold each other's hands without having to pretend, that can learn from each other's mistakes, that will stop a sister if she is going the wrong way. Women. Instead of teaching each other how to twerk, we need to be teaching each other how to work. We need to learn how to close our legs to become well-read. We need to learn how to tend our bodies and not to be scared to sweat that head because women, we are not naive little girls anymore where men can feed us a few love verses from a fortune cookie. Now he is sitting there with our cookie. We are women that think before we act and act with a passion. We are women that in the footsteps of Rihanna's, our mamas, Beyonce and Michelle Obama. And I'm not talking about their looks, but their confidence. Because you see, sometimes as women, we like to walk out the house without putting on our confidence. And walking out the house without that is like walking out the house without your pants. People will notice. That's why we need to make sure our sisters have their pants on by complimenting them when they look nice. And that means you must compliment yourself because we must understand that we compliment each other. You are my group. We are a group of women. Men better watch out because a group of confident, confident and powerful women is terrifying. But sadly, as women, we are taught to compete and compare one another. But becoming a woman, I want us to care and call on one another so someday we can become that group of women. Thank you. Mm, lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, your seriousness about sisterhood <laughs> really exudes. Um, and, that's, and that's such a beautiful thing. Um, Thank you. Very nice piece. Awesome cadence. Thank you. Awesome cadence. You're welcome. I really enjoyed that. How are we doing in the chat? They're excited. They're loving it. They're absolutely loving the vibe. Um, thank you guys so much for coming through. Um, appreciate it. A few people just joined recently. Um, Temple Divine, uh, thank you for stopping by. Um, who else just pulled up the mama thank you for coming through um she's actually gonna be on the show uh in a, in a future show i want to get the exact um exact date but okay thank you guys so much for tuning in appreciate it and we have more to come uh from these amazing artists so do not go away stick around but we are about to we are about to get into some uh, pod poets trivia Okay, um, let me do a quick check, quick uh, go around here. Uh, yours truly, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Go ahead, let's rock. <laughs> there he is. Okay, he's ready to rock. Manushka, you ready to rock? Ready to rock and roll. Yes, yes. Mm. Okay, and Glow, you ready to go? <laughs> yes, I am. All right, awesome. So we are going to start the game off with a, a test question. But before we get into the test question, let me just do a quick explanation of the game. I'm going to read the question. Questions can be multiple choice or uh, true or false. Uh, you just lock in your choice uh, and tell me out loud what you think the answer is. It's one point per question. Some questions will be just for one individual, and then some might be for the group. Um, 
yeah, that's it's real simple. Um, sound good? You guys ready for your first uh, test question? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, awesome. Pod poets, you ready? Ready. <clears throat> All right, fantastic. So, the first question is: Which of these pieces of work match with its creator? Match the piece of work with its creator. Is it A, the lecture on the falsification of African consciousness by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion? Is it B, a, a poem called A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens? Is it C, the classic song Tusi Slide by Earth, Wind and Fire? Or is it D, a poem by uh, a poem called The Craven by Varbs Keitel. Tell me what you think. <laughs> the oh, Lord. Well, I think, according to all the other wonderful choices that we have to choose from, A especially <laughs> is my favorite, um, I would say <laughs> B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, B. <laughs> Yes, yes, that is correct. <laughs> All right. So we're feeling good. We loosen it up. We get the test question out of the way. Now we're getting ready to get down, okay? We're not going to be playing around. It's not going to be light work. I'm just trying to get you scared. That's all. <laughs> um, okay, so. Let's get right into it. We are going to start with our categories. Uh, we've got a few categories, a couple from last show and uh, some new ones. So here are our categories for this evening. Do you see those in the chat? The category, the first one is the stuff folder. This one is back, the infamous stuff folder. I think it might be that. Um, and then there is the category movies. Tonight we have two movies uh, that we're gonna be uh, choosing questions from. And then there is word whiz. And that is back as well. Deaf Poetry Jam, that is back. IG Poet is back. And Harvard, as well as Finish Line. So when you are ready, we are going to uh, start with our first artist. And we're going to start with yours truly. So um, you can get ready. Uh, <laughs> we'll be coming your way. Um, now, we're gonna do round one of trivia. Um, it'll be these categories. And then round two of our trivia this evening is gonna actually be from uh, taken from the Ink Magazine. Um, the Ink Magazine mentioned earlier is a art, poetry, and spoken work uh, digital publication. Uh, comes out every month. And please go follow them um, on Instagram to see the latest issue uh, that came out. So all the questions will be from that section for round two. It was their featured artists as well as the uh, From the Grave series uh, artists. So let's go. Let's uh, let's get into it. Okay, yours truly. Um, okay, cool. so, uh, I just pick the category. Yeah, you just pick a category. All right. So I'm going to I'm a cheat and I'm gonna do Deaf Poetry Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cheat. <laughs> How do you start off like this? I love it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. The Deaf Poetry Jam reunion brings together poets like Black Ice and Vanessa German, and it took 
place in, and this question is going to be for everyone. So he chose the category, but you can all answer. Is it, where did it take place? Is it A, Brooklyn, B, Philly, C, New Jersey, or D, Chicago? Philadelphia. Okay, we've got a locked in answer there. Dr. Hmm. Love thinks it's C. Mm -hmm. I would say Chicago. Okay. And I think that was Manushka. Uh, what do you think, Bo? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to say B as well. Okay, locked in. Nicely done. All right. Yes, you got it. This one was actually uh, Philly. It was B. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this one was B. Okay. First official question out of the out of the way. Okay. Whew. I'm probably the only one. Whew. You guys are probably good. It's just me. All the excitement. Um, okay, nice. So your truly's on the board. Gloria's on the board. And uh, Gloria, this is actually um your turn. Um oh, category cool. three, please. Um <laughs> I think. I think I'll go with movies. Movies, okay. You got oh, it. Boy. Please be Forrest Gump. Wishing, <laughs> <laughs> wishing. Um, this category uh, features questions from two movies. Uh, these two movies um, are The Three Ants and Spoken Word Poetry About Life. This question is also for each of you. Uh, okay, here we go. So, oh, no. which... Which, I got a typo here, I gotta fix that. Which of these two films is a short film? Is it A, both? Is it B, The Three Ants? Or is it C, Spoken Word Poetry About Life? Oh, I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna take a wild guess. I'm just gonna take a wild guess, guys. So don't laugh at my answer. Uh, someone said C. Someone said B. I don't know, man. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with B because three ants. I don't. I've never seen that before. But I'm just gonna go with that one. Okay. I'm gonna say so both because they both sound like short films. Yeah, okay. they do. I agree. Yeah. All right, and yours truly. I. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I really. Yeah, I really I'm gonna hope say yeah, I'm going to say both because they do sound like short film. Like, I've never heard of Three Ants a day in life, yeah. so I know that's a short film. But I'm, I'm visualizing it like Three Ants on a Journey, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah, I guess, yeah. Dr. Love, then don't fail both. me now. I'll say both. <laughs> I see the deduction skills, and uh, you guys, uh, you're truly, and Manushka, you guys did get this one. Nice to <laughs> All right. This cool. is nerve wracking. Oh my God, it really? hurt. Like, wait, I heard of him. Wait until I do this and give you a timer. Oh no. <laughs> but, um, here we go. You're up, Manushka. What category for uh, you, my dear? Uh, Harvard. Harvard. Okay, you got it. Let's hop on over to there. So this category features uh, either poets who went to Harvard or professors who are also poets at Harvard or just anything from the Harvard Poetry Department, maybe. Oh, God. Um, 
I'm gonna get this wrong like, right now. <laughs> All right, here we go. And again, this one is gonna be for uh for each of you. You can each answer. Uh, we so needed this... a study guide, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, who does Amanda Gorman call her spirit grandmother? Is it A, Maya Angelou? Is it B, Anne Frank? Is it C, Whitney Houston? Or is it D, Toni Morrison? Mm, I'm going to say Maya Angelou only because she is my spirit godmother. I'm saying saying Maya (laughs) Angelou because I just wrote a poem (laughs) In her honor, so. Oh, yes. dope, dope. <laughs> mm. Okay. And Glow? <laughs> yes, of course. I'm with them, Maya. Yes. All right. Well done, I guess. Okay. You guys mm-hmm. all got that one. Mm-hmm. Well done, well done. <laughs> okay. Yours truly. Okay, brother. Okay, let me go category back view. and find the categories. Um, I'm gonna do Instagram poet. Ah, all right. Let's see. Last show, this gave some people some trouble. Let's see how you're doing. All right, this is also <laughs> for, for everyone. So, there's a huge IG poetry family, and uh, the idea behind this category of IG poet is to feature. Um, these poets uh, in the community. You might hear some names you're familiar with. Um, You might not, Um, but that's the idea behind this, just to still celebrate um, the poets in the tribe. So here we go. This first question, which Instagram poet said this, quote, it is at this time, many people fall asleep. It is at this time I remain awake, fulfilling my dreams. Was it A, Temple Divine One? Was it B, a poet named Superman? Was it C, Miss Poetic Soul? Or was it D, Gemini Twin Sight? <laughs> Miss <That> Tr- was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Super, Super Superman Sight. Superman ain't that uh Superman ain't that poetic. We don't even know why he's still like I'ma say it was C Miss Poetic Soul. Me too. I'm going with C. Okay. I don't know who none of these people are. So, <laughs> well, Miss Poetic Soul just sounds like she, just she would say something right? like this. Okay, I'm so, gonna say a Temple Divine just because. Okay, so Temple Divine. divine. <laughs> she she's in the building tonight, and she didn't know that she was gonna be in the multiple choice. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Miss Poetic Soul is also in the building, um, so I hope they're getting a kick out of this one. Um, <laughs> Temple Divine, and uh, I think you said Poetic Soul. All right. So unfortunately, no one got this one correct. No. Oh, Gemini. <laughs> good guesses. Yeah, this was Gemini. This one was mm. our brother Gemini. It was in there, Um, Twin Sight, yep. Yep. All right, so that was yours truly. Okay, Um, Gloria, Glow, Mm -hmm. category for you, please. Um, I'm gonna go with, wait, where are the categories? I'll repost them. Okay, wait, I got them. Um, I'm gonna go with another movie. (laughs) Is there another one or is there, was there only one question? 
Uh, we have more. Oh, yes. We have oh, more. man, I should have done right. that. I would have went. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the movies. <laughs> All right. I hope it doesn't fail you. I really hope it doesn't fail you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, people question comment, in. help me out. <laughs> here we go. Who created the film Spoken Word Poetry About Life? Was it A, Wanui Caillou? Was it B, Nikki Black? He was one of our uh, guests uh, as well. He's a filmmaker, dope. Was it C, Khalil Joseph? Or was it D, David Bianchi? Oh, goodness. Oh, my um, God. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh... Hey, what's up, Bo? Thank you so much for coming through, brother. Appreciate you, man. Great show um, the other night. Yes, um, yes. Someone said C. How can I trust this person? How um, can I trust this person? <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Someone said D, Dr. Love, I can't trust you anymore. I can't. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go with D. I'm going to go with D. I'm going to go with D because they said D. Whoever said, said D, D. Okay, I'm going with D. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody go with D. My brother is in the building. He said D, I'm going with D. D. <laughs> All right, so we got D for yours truly. Um, do we have D for you too, Manushka? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. D for definitely. Okay, and Glow, what's for you? I'm with them. I'm going to go with D. Okay, once again, y'all are staying afloat together. Man, I thought he <laughs> said once done? again, we all missed it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going to keep you on edge. I'm going to keep you on edge. <laughs> nicely done, nicely done. Okay. Let's um, get another uh, question or uh, category from uh, Manushka. Uh, what category for you, my dear? Um, the stuff folder. Ooh, you did it. You did it. Okay. <laughs> I need you. I'm scared and, now. And everybody who can hear it, hear me, I need you to tell me <clears throat> what is the Yoruba word or phrase uh, for the phrase that's used when the two ants um, greet each other. Huh. Uh. And the, the two ants greet each other in that movie, The Three Ants. When the two ants greet each other, they use a phrase, a greeting. And uh, it wasn't bonsoir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it A... Iku Aro? Was it B? Iku Osan? Was it C? Iku Ale? Am I hearing keyboards go right now? Or was it B? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Iku Aro. I don't have a clue. I don't even know how to I say don't it. either. <laughs> I don't know it how sounds, to say it. It sounds like a greeting. <laughs> yes, it Which is. Okay, one so. starts with E. <laughs> All right, so let me get let me get your um your answers locked in. Okay, I'm gonna go with what is that? Okay, okay, Manushka said. Is that supposed to be D Iku Ale? Yeah, Iku Ale, Iku Ale. Yeah, you going with C? Okay, and okay, because it switched them around in the comments. Okay, I see. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yes, they it was a little typo in the um. You good? 
All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go with D. Here we go. Oh wait. Oh Lord. Now you know these words all together for my dyslexic self is not good. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I'm like, am I seeing the same word? Exactly. <laughs> that was too funny. Okay, so I. Someone said C, Mister Trill. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with him. I choose okay, you. Okay. C. Why yeah. <laughs> Pokemon? Oh man. Okay. All right. This is good guesses. Really good, strong guesses. But um, no one got this right. This was actually <gasps> B. You said Nobody B. Ever get that uh, right? B is in boy. Oh B. Oh wow. Yeah. No. <laughs> she said, oh, wow, no, yeah. <laughs> All right. Nicely done. Very, very nicely done. All right. How you guys feeling? Comfortable? Good? No, not no, even No, that close. was nerve-wracking. <laughs> oh, my God. My anxiety. Oh, no. But uh, you guys are telling me right. I, I need a drink. Fantastic. <laughs> you guys are doing great. Um, we have uh, more poetry uh, to come. Uh, and obviously, to get to know you guys a little bit more. Um, that is why we are here. So my brother, yours truly, I'm going to head on over to you. And, um, you know, you always strive to elevate your poetic platform. Um, and you're one of the most requested features in the South, performing at venues like Improv Houston, um, Best Poetry House uh, and March Theater, um, and most recently on the beautiful Soul Cafe. Shout yes, out to Mo. Appreciate you coming Mo in, bro. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And um, just tell us, uh, what is yours truly's poetic style? I am a very horrible mix of everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, I listen to everybody because I don't want to sound like anybody from the South. I don't like sounding mm. like a slam poet either, nor do I want to sound like people from New York or cats mm -hmm. in Atlanta. I don't want to do any of that. I want to sound like all of them. Um, mm -hmm. I want you to get a little bit of taste of America, uh, spoken word, African-American culture mm -hmm. when you hear yours truly. And so everybody, mm -hmm. when I say everybody's an influence to me, mm -hmm. everybody is literally in my head and I'm thinking of the way they say words, the way they have, um, the way they construct uh, sentences like Miss Glow, her, her flow and her, um, her, 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 her uh, what is it? Her, her tempo. And that was, was magnificent. Miss mm -hmm. Manusa's, her, Thank her you. confidence and her directness, that was mm -hmm. so powerful. Just the words itself, but her, her being, her tone was powerful. Yeah. I, I take everything from everybody because I want to sound like a little bit of everybody. Mm -hmm. That's, that's yeah, dope. That's, nice. that's dope. Um, that's nice. Yeah. Can you please, um, if you have something else to share with us, brother, can you please bless us with something else? Yes, sir. <clears throat> yes. If it's not too much trouble, can y'all pray for me? Sad to say it's of dire necessity, a matter of life and death. So if it could be done ASAP, I'd greatly appreciate it. See, it seems to be whenever it comes to me, it's tension when I feel alone in this world and God ain't listening. But I swear... I mean, I know he hears my prayers because I ain't whispering. I'm on my knees in my good jeans, emptying my soul with mm -hmm. these words. 
And for mm. them to go unanswered or worse yet unheard is absurd and nowhere near fair. Now, I may be a little long-winded before mine have ended, but I didn't think there was a time limit on prayers. That's why I asked that y'all pray for me. Because I must not be doing it right. Or I did something so wrong that they've become a part of the SAT. Which of these up in heaven doesn't belong? My prayers is the answer. Because they continue to go unanswered. Passed to an unwilling receiver. And though I know I don't go to every Sunday show, I'm still a believer. A faithful student turned teacher. And the sinful man mm. that I am recognizes I'm far from Abraham, but I ain't no Judas neither. Just dust worried if I've said too much. Or maybe it was something I did. But he's supposed to be a forgiven God. And what's odd is 1 John 3 says I'm still one of his kids, so why my dad won't talk to me then? The Almighty whom we have faith to believe can't muster up the strength to reply to his seed. That's why I need y'all to pray for me. And you don't have to say it's me because I'm sure he knows. Before y'all, I was pushing messages through Jesus, and of course he told. I just never got a mention. Still, I showed gratitude every day outside of Thanksgiving. I threw my burdens on his shoulders when my rib went missing. But times is different now. Although my head stays bowed, eyes darkened, hands folded, in order to reach and speak to the person in whom I was molded, but I just seemed to be the bother to my heavenly father. That's why I'm asking somebody, mm. anybody, please mm. pray for me. I'll even write down what I want you to say for me, convey for me something. Because all of a sudden, when I call upon him, it's like he's pushing that ignore button and it's messing with my mental. Less damage would be done if I had got a busy signal. That in mm. itself would be a sign. <laughs> the way he's left my call waiting, I'm more inclined to keep calling since he's yet to answer in a timely manner. I assume he's stalling. That's when I get to y'all and I ask if you pray for me. I'm not trying to put you in between me and the Lord's drama. I just need him to do me a favor before time runs out on my mama. See, I didn't pray. Prayed that he take me instead. Said mm. prayers that he make the cancer leave from her head. I've even said that I'd mm. gladly take her place as she lies helpless mm. in pain. In this bed, patiently waiting. Unlike I wait for an answer from him and I will answer from you. While you're at it, ask him why my mama. Try and see if he'll answer that too. I'm begging this to you. Even if it's not showing, he should at least be able to answer that question if he's truly all-knowing. Why, Lord? Why, Father? Why, God? Damn. And that's that piece. Oof. Mm. That, was, a second. that was deep. Like... Give me a moment. That's how powerful that piece was. Like, there's no words. Thank you, mm -hmm. Queen. Thank you, sir. Of course, King. Of course. All right, my God. So I don't really get the words snatched out of me very often. Completely speechless. All right. I perform that stays with you for the rest of your life. Like you 
we will remember this for the rest of our lives. And that's what I love about poetry and the way you spoke that, like we felt your emotions. We felt your pain. We saw it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so yes. much. Yes. Um, I think we all uh, can say thank you, man. Appreciate that, brother. Um, okay. All right. So the show must go on. I can't <laughs> stay like this. I can't stay like this. Um, that was incredible, uh, incredibly thank moving. Um, all right. So Gloria. I know <laughs> you are trying to digest this as well, like everyone <laughs> did. Uh, but the next question is for you. Um, all right, so Glow, I was I was so surprised um, to see when I went to check out your um, your podcast to see it said mm-hmm. his spoken words instead of her spoken words. Yes. <laughs> uh, when I when I listened uh, to the first mm-hmm. episode uh, for season two of your podcast. Mm-hmm. That's when I learned. Um, you interviewed, I think at the time, uh, your, I think it was your brother mm-hmm. uh, on the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like this is this is the first episode uh, for season two of your podcast and you're doing something different. Um, tell us yes. what you're doing differently um, in season number two. Uh, and who is one person uh, you would definitely like to maybe interview on your podcast? So... Um... For season two, I decided to dedicate a whole season to our Black men. I feel like Black men really don't have the platform to talk about what is going on, um, whether they don't have a podcast or they don't know what platform to go to to talk about it. I just wanted, for me, I have a lot of women followers um, because I do talk about a lot of women empowerment I am a woman, so women follow me. So um, I wanted to kind of move in a different direction and help people to see um, the male's perspective and what they go through, especially during a time like this. So I didn't see a platform where males could talk about what's going on, such as not just police brutality, but like their Mm -hmm. upbringing, talking about their feelings, talking about, you know, marriage, love, sex, like all that type of stuff Mm -hmm. that no one really talks about with them. Is it okay for males to cry? How does it, how do they feel when they cry? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, how do you want to raise your son in the future? All that type of stuff Mm -hmm. that I just wanted to enlighten my women followers about males. And um, yeah, it's been a great experience. I've only done one episode, but my next episode is actually going to be um, about father figures and the importance of father figures. And yeah, so that's kind of what's going on right now. It will transition back to her spoken words, but I just mm-hmm. wanted this one season to be dedicated to males. Yeah, that's, I think, so, so selfless, um, just expanding <laughs> your platform. Um, and also, like, being so considerate um, to your female mm-hmm. listeners, um, which are, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't know if they are majority Black women or not, um, mm-hmm. but just being able to, you know, use your platform to create content um, that they can, like use, you know what I mean? Many right. black women want an insight um, into into black men and just their, their thoughts about all different sorts of things. Um, I think that's really, really, really dope and amazing um, what you're doing. Uh, and I guess if you could think of maybe one person that you might want to interview, famous or not, doesn't matter, um, who might that be? 
Um, for this season, I think I've been keeping it fair. <laughs> so I've been keeping it honestly fairly simple. Like I said, I've been um, interviewing my brothers, um, my boyfriend, my my cousins, and all that type of stuff because I think like starting at home. You know, I mean, I talk to my brother all the time, but sometimes I, I never know what he go, goes through. I don't know what he thinks about on a daily basis. He was mm-hmm. he actually opened up to me and told me that he was like struggling with depression and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Even mm-hmm. my boyfriend, you know, go, what he's been through with his dad and him and his dad didn't have like the best relationship or whatever. Like, I don't know what he thinks about. So honestly, starting at home for me, Mm -hmm. because even though we can talk to people all the time, every single day, but to really get in their heads and ask them questions, because we ask, how are you doing? How's your day? And we're on, Mm -hmm. you know, we move on with our lives. But to Mm -hmm. ask them questions like, how did this moment in your life make you feel? Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. did it make you feel when mom said this to you? How did it make you feel when your dad wasn't there? How did it make you feel like, you know, like really going deep into it because, and that's so important for people who have kids, for people with, with male um, husbands and all that type of stuff. You need to talk to them because they go through so much in their head, not saying women don't, we all know we do. We're fighting ladies, but men they fight for us too. If you have a husband, if you have a brother, they are being strong for us. So we need to be strong for them too and give them that platform. When a male cries, don't say you need to be tough. Sit there with him and and, and let him feel. We don't have to have that armor on them all the time. So I wanted to really like, not only get to know my family members, but I'm also looking for males to be on my podcast. So if you're interested, you know, you can always DM me at her dot spoken words if you do have a story to tell. But um, yeah, so that's kind of like where I was going. I prayed about it. God gave me the stamp of okay. And so here I am. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And the journey continues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just wish the absolute best. Um, I, I can't say enough um, that I appreciate what you're doing. Like from, from a personal point, like mm-hmm. it, it just speaks to me, like real seriously, uh, it really speaks to me. I'm, uh, I think it's great, great work. Um, and that, I love that you want to start at home because it's so often overlooked. Man, you said so many things I just yes. agree with. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Thank I'm, you. Uh, Thank you. For real. Um, all right. So, Glow, um, yes. do you have another piece that you can shine on us? Yes, I do. Actually, so I was going to do um, a poem about white privilege. Um, okay. But since I am talking about... Um, what males are going through and I'm talking about my podcast, I guess I will go ahead and give you guys a little sneak peek of um, the poem that I actually just wrote. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to gather my thoughts here. Um, Where is that? We're going to have a moment for um, questions from the uh, uh, folks in the chat. Uh, if you're stopping by and you have questions for our panelists, I'm going to open up the phone lines um, a little mm-hmm. bit later. So thank you for your patience with that. I'm sorry. I'm actually looking for this poem. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Hey, what's up, Miss Poetic? So her phone died, but she is back. <laughs> That's what's up? All right. Awesome. Appreciate it. I'm so sorry. Come- uh, you can okay, uh, come back to me. Yeah. Okay. No problem. I'll come back to you. Um. Real quick, I do want to just make a quick note. So coming out of <clears throat> round one, 
Uh, yours truly had uh, four points. Okay. Uh, Gloria had three points. Yes. And Manushka had three points. Okay, so the, the lead isn't crazy. Your lead isn't too comfortable. Okay. <laughs> No more you ready? Okay. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. So this poem is going to be for the next podcast that I'm doing about father figures. And um, I was actually talking about it to my boyfriend about, you know, you can have a father figure in your life, you know, but it's different from having one and one actually being one. So mm. a, a father figure can be there. He can be sitting in the dad's seat his whole life. Mm. But if he isn't actively being there for his kid, then it's just the same as him not being there. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of shining the light on that one in my next podcast. You guys should check it okay. out. Definitely. Follow me. And yeah, so the poem, it's fresh, hot off the press, y'all. This I wrote <laughs> this yesterday. So be That's gentle right. with me. <laughs> You're honored, be honestly. <laughs> okay, so it's called When I Needed You the Most. When I needed you the most, you weren't there. You stood there with a blank stare as if you didn't care about my existence. I always wondered, what is it? What is pulling you away from me? What is telling you that you couldn't be a father to me? I always thought it was me that made your job at taking care of me difficult, that you couldn't stand the sight of me, that you never wanted to stand by me, so you left me. When I needed you the most, you ignore my calls. Before I had a cell phone, I would call your name even though I knew you weren't in the house. I thought that maybe you would be playing hide and seek for days, that maybe you got stuck and lost along the way, so I said your name, Dad. Dad. Daddy, why is this happening? Today, I still call you. You don't answer only when you need something from me. So now I don't answer, because when I needed you, you weren't there for me. You continued to play games with me, hiding me, hiding from me as if I had a disease that you didn't want to catch from me. Mm. And I needed you the most. You lied to me. You made me promises that only the little kid in me still believed. You told me that you would be there for every game. You still never seen me pick up a ball or make a touchdown to this day. You told me that you would watch a movie with me. My 12 year old self is still sitting on that couch waiting on you. You told me that I meant something to you, that I was the best thing in your life, that you loved me and you didn't have to think twice, but it seems that you thought twice about all the promises that your mouth spoke, but your mind revoked. You said words you didn't, you said words that you didn't know about me. Why would you hurt me when I was born to love you, when you were the first man that I ever met in my life? So I thought that this is how it had to be, right? When I needed you the most, you weren't there. And you have missed out on moments that I needed you to explain. You were never there for my first day of anything. I entered the life of high school, college without you. You never taught me how to tie a tie. When it came to girls, you never taught me how to treat a woman right. You never taught me, you never told me that you should always be on time, that you should open doors, that you shouldn't ignore the signs. You never taught me how to show up for a job interview or how to make your shoes look new or how to shoot a basketball. You weren't there for none of it at all. And I still learned. I learned how to be a man without a man. And I know that this hurts, but this was a part of God's plan because I get, because when I get a nice honey making all the money, my plan is to be a better man than you have ever been. I won't pretend. I raised me because you didn't feel the need. I loved me even when I begged you, please. I made mistakes and I caught myself because when I needed you the most, you weren't there for me. 
That's a very sobering one. Definitely, definitely a smooth cadence. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful piece. Thank you so much. So oh, thank you. And that's fresh ink. So that's hot off the press. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, emotions are surging through that poem right there right now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was from a male's perspective too, by the way. So I yeah. like how you do that. I, I it seems <laughs> to yeah, like you you take it to the creative way as well as just like your literal podcast, just just the holistic and the thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really digging it. Really, really Thank you. Thank you. Um now Manushka, I saw the the sisterhood um between yourself and the uh the women at the Queens of Poetry Miami event. Yeah, it was all up in your timeline. Um beautiful, really nice dress, by the way. Um Thank you. Now you're welcome. You've dedicated yourself to inspiring and empowering others through sharing your own life experiences. Why was it so important uh, for you to write wet paint? And how did you feel when it was finished? It meant to me to be empowered. Mm. Um, sometimes people are uncomfortable with, with sex and mm-hmm. they shy away from it. And instead of kind of using it to bloom, you know, they look at it as a bad thing or people who talk about it like it's taboo still. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to break away from that taboo and realize that not only men and women can use that to feel comfortable with themselves. I actually use writing poems mm-hmm. about that stuff in order to heal from my own traumas. Mm-hmm. From being molested at a young age. And I talk very openly about these things because in order to heal, it has to be talked about. If you keep mm-hmm. it in, it will eat at you. It mm-hmm. will kill you slowly. It will cause you cancer. It 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 wreaks havoc on your body um, if you don't get these things out. And I chose to get it out in a different way of free expression because I felt like in these poems, I could control what was being done to me. I, mm-hmm. I speak to my future and I talk about my past in order to see that you can mm-hmm. grow from almost anything. Mm-hmm. From the darkest depths of your sorrows, you yeah. can wake up to a brighter day. And it was important for me to finish that mm-hmm. because it was like more of a part of a, an awakening for mm-hmm. me that I can move on to another mm. level of healing. Yeah. Um, yes. This is why I am, am back in school um, to study psychology because okay. I really want to help others heal their traumas at a young age. It, we shouldn't mm-hmm. have to wait until we're adults to process the stuff that we've been through. Yes. And a lot of the times we have no choice. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to, you know, just jump straight into it and, and dig mm-hmm. deep and give back to our community that way so we can heal in ways that we haven't thought of. Absolutely. Um, The healing is so, so necessary. And to be a person on the front lines of the healing, like you took it upon yourself saying, you know what? I can help. Um, I can empower. I can inspire. Um, It's just, it's, it's, it's really a salute to you Um, and just you. (laughs) <laughs> so the work you're doing, it's 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 lovely. I really want to encourage you. Um, 
also in the next phase um, because it really sounds like you're, you're going to be doing necessary work. I really appreciate appreciate that so much. Our communities need that. We need conversations about pain. We need um, open and honest conversations about... Open dialogue, yeah. Yes, yes. That is, I think, uh, uh, an expression that came to mind when you were um, uh, speaking is you can't heal what you don't reveal. Yeah. I know it's kind of like a little cliche, but I, yeah, there's a lot sure of truth though. in that. There's a yeah. lot of truth in that. Um, thank you so much. Okay. Do you have something uh, else that you can share with us? Um, yes. Okay. Black woman. Mm. I love her. I stand before you, broken and often misunderstood. As I speak, my knees go weak, about to buckle underneath the weight of the world I carry on my shoulders. Yet and still, I strut to these streets as if nothing phases me. I give praises abundantly, something about my spirit that can't be broken. My body has more bruises than you can see. My heart has been spat on, crushed and misused. My brain has been confused, belittled and abused, but my spirit has always been resilient. Resistant to energy drainers and blood suckers and heartbreakers, it is powered by the strength of my ancestors. It is dipped in gold and encrusted in precious stones. My soul is not of this world. It is made from overcoming pain and suffering doubt and fear. It had to be everything that it is not to become everything that you see now standing in the face of adversity and saying, you have no control over me. I am as free as a cage bird that sings. I am a woman and a force to be reckoned with. Recognize the goddess from in. She is beauty. She is love. She is all that is and everything in between. She is a queen. She can be your best ally or your worst enemy. She gives selflessly, sacrifices willingly, works tirelessly, cries internally, fights ferociously, despite the fact that she is exhausted mentally physically, emotionally, but never spiritually, because God keeps her grounded, surrounded by his grace. Her pain is not her story. It is mm -hmm. her testimony. It mm -hmm. is a reminder that she can overcome any obstacle standing in her path, push past them, and never look back. She has the power to withstand any storm, rain, sleep, or snow, even a tornado, because inside of her spirit is a raging inferno, a fire that burns so bright no one can dim her light. Not only is she a woman, but she has melanin embedded into her skin. She is dripping in excellence. We call that black girl magic. She has endured kidnapping, raping, blood spilling, tongue twisting, slander. We have survived lies. Our black man's demise tries by the race that thinks they are superior to bury us and make us inferior. But they were unaware that we were seeds waiting to be planted so we could bloom from the cracks of the concrete into a field of rose bushes. Try to pluck our petals and get stuck with our thorns. Music plays like a symphony of horns. Whenever she walks, she slays the sidewalks like they were runways. So if you are lucky <laughs> enough to be in her presence, be thankful because she is precious and her will is relentless. She applies pressure that molds stone into treasure. Admire her. Don't tell her to smile because you don't know what caused her to frown. Don't ask to touch her hair. She is not a clown, but you a boo-boo fool. If you think that, she won't check you if you do. <laughs> Don't ask her for her number after you yell, hey, little mama, like your mama raised you with no damn sense. Protect her. If you notice someone stressing her, don't test her. 
she already has enough going on internally. She has to watch the way she speaks, the way she eats, breathes. She's mm -hmm. constantly being judged by everything. She needs you to be her strength. She's not asking to be fixed. Her stature is solid. Even when she feels weak, she speaks not only for herself, but for the queens from before who have left this world and for the ones who are still growing up as little girls so they will know how beautiful and intelligent and inspiring they really are so that those before us will know how thankful we are for the sacrifices that have allowed us to come this far so that those after us will know yes, of their potential, so don't kill her vibe. Don't you steal her shine. Don't you make a mess of her chakras. Don't you stop her from making her mark. Don't mess with her aura. Just watch her as she works to change this world to make it better for the future. So when you see her, remember that you are in the presence of a goddess. The present you get is to watch her as she walks on to the beat of her own damn drum. You're welcome. Mm. That was so good. That, yeah. <laughs> I felt that too. one. <laughs> I felt that when you got me over here tearing up, it was great. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That was a, that piece had a whole vibe to it, y'all. I love the flow. Yes. Thank you so much, mm. Manishka. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. It. I mean, that was perfect. That was everything. Mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, one of my I lines in there was, um, I think it was not asking to be fixed. Stature is solid. Whew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Resonates. <laughs> Resonates because, um, man, that's the black woman for sure. Uh, yeah, we just got to be there for each other. I mean, we all in this together. So we kind of made olds to that, you know, blow what you're talking about men and how they need a safe space and mm -hmm. we are their safe space we are each right. other's safe space and we have to break into that tap into that because we've right. been asleep you know far too long not realizing that our allies you know they they right there right indeed um such an important conversation um and things that i've learned over the years just about um relationships um the amount of work that they take um and that it it really is like you need that balance, both those energies, giving their energies to the relationship um, with the idea of making the relationship work. Um, and there's a, it's a serious reciprocation um, deal uh, that you get into. Um, I, I love when the art reflects those important matters. Um, just appreciate it very, very much. All right. We are about to open up the lines, the phone lines, so we can get some questions uh, from anyone that is in the chat. If you have any questions for our panelists, the lines are open so you can actually call in at any time. And um, yeah, shoot them a question. But for now, we are going to get right back into our trivia. And this is our round two. And this is going to be the pod um Poets and Ink Magazine collaboration round. So these questions, as I mentioned earlier, are going to be coming from um, the Ink Magazine. So let me go ahead and um, pull those up. The, the game is pretty much the same in terms of um, answer, question, style. Just going to be going in through this uh, special category here. So this is the Ink Magazine category. And we're going to start this round with um, Manushka. We are gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
me stop. Oh, the music. Let oh, me stop the shenanigans. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to start with you. And I, I already have a category lined up, so it's going to be coming from here. So I'm just going to ask the question. And this question is going to be, yeah, the first few questions I'll ask, uh, it'll be for everyone. And then we'll see if we can start asking some individual questions. So you guys can okay. um, start getting some help uh, from some of the folks in the chat. Make sure I don't miss no calls coming in. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. This question is, um, no, so yeah, here we go. Um, it's for everybody. Um, so we're not, we're not starting with you, Manishka, because this is going to be for everyone. Um, so here we go. Uh, which title did Khalil Gibran reject? Was it A, the title of a poet? Was it B, the title of philosopher? Was it C, the title of poet laureate? Or was it D, the title of visual artist? Uh, mm. This is a title. wild guess. I'm gonna guess three. <laughs> Which is oh, this is for everybody, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh... Poet. Um, three. I, I would. I would just. I'm. I'm guessing. I'm guessing two. Uh, okay. Philosopher. Okay. And um. <laughs> I'm guessing. Um. Whew, someone said two. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna say two. I know it's it's, <laughs> it's three though because poet laureate is kind of redundant. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I chose it. Yeah, but, I might. Um, I'm gonna switch my answer. I'm gonna switch my it. answer to three. Okay, you're gonna go with three. Okay, everybody go with three. That's all I mean. I'm scared. Okay, so. <laughs> all right. So Anxiety-inducing. Um, Gloria, uh, did you also say uh, C, Gloria? Uh, so as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll and, go. Uh, well, I'm going with everybody. Okay. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, um, everybody is kind of wrong on this one. <laughs> he was, it was um, that 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 buzzer was kind of late. I'm sorry. It should have been right on time. <laughs> um, he he actually didn't he didn't want to be called a philosopher. Uh, Stop. Y'all messed up. Y'all switched up. God. Yeah, really, oh man, you went with the gut. Two was right. Have, yes. <laughs> yes. It was. No. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> poet laureate. It sounded like I'm like poet a laureate is a poet. Okay, well, okay. I like how you were thinking through it is redundant. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, next question for y'all. True or false? The same year that Gibran was born, Life magazine was founded in Los Angeles, California. True. You said okay, re read it again. Oh, True here you go. The same year that Gibran was born, Life Magazine was founded in Los Angeles, California. <sighs> I don't know. All right, we're going to get a, um, <laughs> we're make it a little more interesting get a 10 second timer on these questions. So any help try, from, so the, try to get them. <laughs> from the viewers? Yes, there's any from help. the audience. Can I call a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if there's someone in the audience, if you think you know the oh answer. Oh my God, I'm going to say false. Uh, okay, so. You said false? 
Uh, yeah. Can I, I call? <laughs> okay, true. I'm gonna say true. I'm gonna just go true. You're gonna go with true. Okay, that's correct. This one is actually true. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. In her profession, Khalil's mother would have been working. Also in the comments. Um, yes, okay, but it was false. actually I'm, true. I'm putting in my true. answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next question for you guys also All right, No, from, I said I'm going um, with false. Uh, okay. I think it might be a little um, delay. So you went with delay. false. But this, the answer was tr true. So the same year. So no one got that one correct um, with the Life magazine. I got that correct. Yes, oh, I'm did. sorry. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And she, didn't Gloria also get it correct? I thought so. Somebody yeah, else Gloria said did get it correct. She said she said it was yeah. true. Mm. She said I mm. thought you said LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> the basketball player? <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so I know Manushka didn't get that one. The one for no. the life magazine. I did. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gloria got it, and I did hear yours truly say true. Because I thought about his name when he said true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so all right, let's let's hold it there, and I'm gonna move on to the next question. So points wise, we're at five with yours truly, four with Glow, and three with Manushka. Just so mm -hmm. we know where we're at. Okay. But next we can question. move on. Let's just move on. Okay. In her profession. Khalil's mother would have been working with this object when he was a child. Was it A, a cloth fabric? Was it B, a wood stove? Was it C, a black ink press? Or was it D, a chalkboard? I'm going to say four. Hmm. A Can I see the question? Yes, um, I just posted it in the, uh, in the chat. Are you able to see it? Uh, no, it's not showing up. Mm. Mm, okay. I can I'll see it. It's showing you. for me. Maybe I'm ahead. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I'll, know. Maybe mine is lagging. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, Manushka, do you see the uh, question? Yeah, I can see it. And, okay, I'll read it, I'll okay, read it for you. So um, it's just, just me. And okay. you, can, you might... Um, you can try. You might try to come out, um, come out, and then come back in. You know that feature to to leave and then uh, come back in. See if that maybe um, corrects it. Um, the question okay. was in her profession. You gonna try that? I think there's a, might be a little delay oh, mm -hmm. because she's still on the uh, panel there, she's still connected. Um, okay, so since yeah. She's gonna call back. All right. So while she's calling back, Try I know leave. you guys can see the leave. question. How do I leave? Uh, I don't know. The power button at the top, top right corner. You hit the power button. There you go. Okay. And she's calling back in. Let me reconnect. Hello, Glow. Yes, okay, I can hear yes. you. Can now you hear me? All right. You can see the question. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Hey, yes. give it up one time for a real time <laughs> troubleshooting. 
Okay. So, let's get the answers. Yours truly. What do you think about this one? What was yeah, his I, mind? I, I'm, uh, I said the I said the chalkboard. Mm, okay, good I, guess. I, I don't freaking know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say clothes fabric because I also do not know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what are you thinking, Glow? <laughs> yeah Glow? I don't know either so um, I don't know either okay. so I'm just gonna go with uh, chalkboard as well yours chalkboard truly seems well. smart okay. <laughs> I am not, not. <laughs> here we go <laughs> <laughs> Well, Manushka, Hello, can you, hear you me? got this one nicely. Hello? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Good job, Manushka. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> well done. Okay, next question. In what famous city... Um, hey, Glow? Can okay. you hear me? I'm ah, back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry you had some trouble. Um, so that one was uh, not chalkboard. It was actually um, cloth fabric. Uh, so Manushka got that one. So right now you guys are actually tied. Uh, you're truly still in the lead with one point. You guys are right on his heels. Um, the next question, <laughs> in what famous city did Gibran live in his 10th Street studio building apartment for artists? Was it uh, A, I should say, was it, because uh, it seems to be converting these to numbers. Was it one, Atlanta, Georgia? Was it two, Venice, Italy? Was it three, NYC, New York? Or was it four, in Beirut, Lebanon? Oh, my, <coughs> oh my um. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to say New York. I yeah, whatever. New York. That's the only tennis <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, basically. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, and how you, I'm gonna how you go feeling, with, I'm gonna go with four. <laughs> I don't know. I'm taking a wild guess. Okay, Beirut, Lebanon. That's a good guess though, actually. So yours Lebanon. truly, you got this one as well as Manushka. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> They did get that one. Very nicely done. Even though it sounded like it was uh, some guessing in there. Um, that's all good. That's how it is sometimes here at the Pie Poets Lounge. Um, all right. So cool. Cool. We have quite a few more questions for this category. And um, let's see how much we can get through. Let's jump over to the featured artist section of these questions. And the featured artist, um, his name is Osagi. Omaroa. Oh my goodness. Oh, let me show pronounce his name. <laughs> Omaroa? Let me make sure I get this brother's name. Omaroa. Yeah. Osagi Omaroa. He's flexing faith uh, on Instagram. So he was a featured artist. Uh, dope brother. Um, powerful. And here are some questions taken from, um, from studying him a little bit. So 
question is for yeah this question is for uh, the whole group osagi's uh first igtv video is how long and has how many views is it <coughs> one is it four minutes and 16 seconds with 100 views is it three minutes six seconds with 200 views is it two and a half minutes with 540 views or is it three minutes six seconds with 179 views oh my some of these goodness. are very specific these like are very wow. question <laughs> this is like okay i don't uh, who would know that uh, except him yeah except him <laughs> so is i don't know oh, i'm going with dr love man yeah i'm going to go with the four. two. I love the three. I'm number four is too exact. It's too specific. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm going with four. <laughs> I love the. Oh my gosh! Oh, okay. I'm lost. All right. So four. here we go. Yours truly. You said um, you going with Doctor Love, right? Uh, three minutes. That seems smart to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I guess that's fine. You you said yes. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, okay, but the the I'm yeah number three. I'm gonna do number three because it's too specific. It's too no, okay. Two and a half minutes. Okay. Yeah. And glow. What for you? Um, I'm 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 gonna go with number two. Okay. Three minutes. Okay. And um, Manushka. Four. Okay. Manushka got this one, y'all. Yay! That's what wow. I was saying. Yeah. Nice. You know lead. why? Because yeah. when it's you so said specific. it, you you know he said it with like this excitement at the end with the six three minutes and six. Uh, <laughs> it was a giveaway. Yeah. Listening to the cues, huh? Yeah. I did your research. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Pod Poets Lounge. We appreciate you. Appreciate you so very much. We are going through the questions here in the Ink Magazine section. And we are going to jump over, actually, to a couple more um, interview questions because I definitely want to I want to hear and feel uh, more uh, from these artists tonight. Um, so let's, let's wrap this round up. Um, we've got bop, bop, six points yours truly five points for glow <laughs> and six points for manushka yes. so yes yeah. loving the vibe all right in this sec uh segment of the program i actually have some sort of rapid fire questions for y'all um they're gonna be like back to back boom 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 and we just try to see how much we can get through and uh, try to get back to some more of these um these categories I have some more questions i have some questions cooked up for you guys man i hope we can get to them all right here we go rapid fire glow i'm gonna start oh, with you okay okay <laughs> all right do you prefer writing or typing i prefer i prefer write writing okay what is your favorite color? My favorite color is blue, light blue. All right, don't be biting off me. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. 
Can you stop doing poetry? Oh, no. I see poetry everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Endless money or endless love for you at this stage of your life? Endless love. <laughs> I'm so corny, but I love love. <laughs> okay. And um, how do you prepare for a live performance? Um, first, I start with prayer. And um, I memorize all my pieces. Mm. So all my pieces that I have that I know I'm going to perform, I memorize them. I don't read from paper or the phone. Okay. And um, yeah, then I get on stage and I let God do the rest. Mm, that's what's up. All right. Mm. Do you have uh, one more uh, piece that you can share with us? Um, yes, I can do the white privilege one. <laughs> ah, dope. <sighs> okay, so... This one um, I wrote because um, I went to a PWI and it was a women's college as well. And um, uh, one girl in my class actually told me that she didn't believe in white privilege. So uh, I actually wrote this around to like this time and I just thought about that moment. So that's where this came from. Okay. White privilege. Someone told me that they believe that they do not receive white privilege. Yes, she was white. And I did not write this specifically for her, but I wrote this so that I could be heard. I laughed when she told me, because I think that it's funny that white people don't see the privilege that they have. I don't know who needs to hear this, but white privilege is something that I never experienced, but I see every day. And I don't want to make this a race thing, but America, it seems that some things y'all cannot let go. So I just need to let y'all know that I myself am not racist. But I see the faces that a white man makes when I'm in the grocery store. I see the clinch of a woman grabbing her purse when it's just her and I in the elevator. I see their eyes moving to my hair. And I just want y'all to be aware that just because you are white, you are not see-through. We see through. We see you. We see the judgment that, and this ain't something new. White privilege may not be something you ever knew, so let me break it down for you. White privilege is walking into a room with respect without having to earn it. White privilege is walking freely without being judged for looking sneaky. White privilege is getting pulled over by the cops and feeling safe because he is your race. White privilege is not having to worry about your sons knowing that they are okay. White privilege is never getting in, getting profiled on the news for looking dangerous. It's getting famous for daddy being famous. It's colleges already knowing who your name is. It's being able to walk aware, fully and completely racist and nothing being done about it. It's making comments that you do not feel safe around me, that you do not feel safe around me. And I, like an animal, get put into a cell with no bail. White privilege is never knowing what the ground feels like. It's being born at the top, never hearing the sound of shots, never getting accused for doing something you didn't do and, be, and being able to act a fool and act rude and walking over everyone that doesn't look like you. You ever been called outside your name in a racist way? I bet not. I have many times. They just look at me and see me as a nigger. Then they pull the trigger. White privilege is never having to prove who you are. It's being born a star. Everywhere you go is a safe space because of your race. We have never experienced white privilege. We have only exp experienced the complete opposite. And whether you are aware of it or not, every day you get, it treat you get treated differently than me because your skin color is what they see and it's white they like. And we as a black community will continue to fight. And no, I do not want your fucking white privilege. You can keep that because what I have is way better. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been through some stormy weathers, but I know when I make it to the top, it wasn't because they favored my skin. It's because they finally understand who I am. So back to your statement, the one about white privilege. Yes, Karen, you have white privilege. No, I do not want any of it. What I want is for you to see the problem with this and realize that this place we call home needs to be fixed. Thank you. Yes. We need those poems. Yeah. (laughs) Need that perspective. Mm. Lovely. I love that piece. That's a dope piece. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Love how you gave it to us, too. Mm. (laughs) Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Manushka, you ready for the rapid fire? I am ready. (laughs) All right, here we go. How do you define poetry? Living life. That's the most simplest way I can put it. Ah, okay. And do you have a favorite poem? I can never pinpoint one. All poetry, <laughs> every single piece of art is my favorite poem because it it it, it makes me feel an emotion. In okay. Mm, okay. So the, the follow-up question to if you have a favorite poem would be why. But now I see why you don't have a favorite poem. <laughs> <laughs> um. Favorite ways to get into the mode of for writing? Um, sometimes it depends on what muse I'm choosing to come out, what emotion okay. I'm feeling. So it could be anger, yeah. it could be yeah, you know, love, it could be passion. So thinking of that, how the moment made me feel helps me write. Okay, so sort of centering yourself into the motion that you want to channel and kind of. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. How do you know when it's done? It's never done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Answer that real quick. It is yeah, never a lot done. Of, <laughs> a lot of fellow poets agree with that. Man, and why is it never done? Like you feel like you, you missed a piece or you should describe more or maybe just one little piece more. This last line, like. <laughs> It's never done, and your your art is ever evolving into each other. So I feel like each unfinished poem, you know, creates another. Mm. It, the art just continues to flow, not each other, mm-hmm. basically. Mm, beautifully said. Okay, how do you prepare mm-hmm. for a live performance? I have anxiety, and I get really nervous. <laughs> that is literally every single time. <laughs> The the heartbeats, the flutters, they never go yeah. away because I know that I'm about to express some emotions that I don't even share with my own self sometimes. And I'm about mm-hmm. to do it in front of a room full of people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And to have to, you know, channel it, it's it it takes strength. And I think yeah. that's where the anxiety of it comes from. <laughs> wow. Mm. Um that's very relatable though. Um, (laughs) like sometimes, especially with certain pieces, you know, you're going to, you're going to kind of like open up. Um, very important. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, do you have something that you can share with us? Um, yes, I do. Thank you. Um, 
Mama. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. The question I always have on my mind is why won't they leave if it's so bad, you know? Until I had to answer it myself one day because they were sweet and me, I was naive. Believe that everyone had good in them even if I could see right through their passive aggressive attempts to belittle me, attempted to fix them by allowing it stupid. I let them in. Closed fists to my face came right after please and thank yous, threats to tie a rock to my legs and throw me in the lake came after I would make simple mistakes and yet still I stayed. Played along with false perception of unconditional love because I didn't know what it was until I did. Because when I became a mother, I experienced the true meaning of being unconditionally bound to another. Mm -hmm. And so I set myself free just so I could breathe without the weight of their judgment pressing down on me. I had to find the woman in me that they were trying to drown in their shallow expectations. So why do I miss them? Why do I long to reunite with the person that had been my light before I even had a chance to shine, who shattered my dreams and tried breaking me? This monster wasn't the man of my dreams, but instead was the mother of my nightmares that turned out to be my reality. So how could I leave that which gave birth to me? I would suck it up because she was my mother and hell would freeze over and God would forsake me if I disrespected the lady who made me. But baby, let me tell you, that is just a ploy to get you to ignore what is being done to you. You have the right to walk away from anything that doesn't serve you. And so I did because I didn't want her toxic energy transferring over to my kids. And so by doing that, I did what she was never able to do, and that was to protect the children that I gave birth to, you see. Generational curses only reoccur if you allow them to. Trauma can be found in our DNA, but I won't let my healing get in the way of their growth. I will not give them a childhood they have to recover from. At 30, I am still hurting from my... I don't let it define me or bind me to a statistic because I have forgiven her. I am sorry she hasn't been able to hear her own emotional scars and her wounds were left to fester and wasn't tended to. And I never intended to lose my mother to regain myself, but I am not sorry for where the journey has brought me. I now have the ability to process pain without passing it, be outspoken mm -hmm. and not a pacifist because if you don't talk about it, have you truly and fully healed from me? I am a work in progress, but I won't let those same mistakes or hide the cracks from my kids, they will see them and they will know that mommy is still beautiful and mm -hmm. whole and broken. And I am hoping that one day my mother will be too. It's been over a year since I have spoken to you, but like boys, the men said, mama, you know, I love you. You are the queen of my heart. Loving you was like food to my soul, but I would rather stop because loving you caused too much damage. My heart. Mm. That was. Give me a moment. Great. That was Oof. so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that was wonderful. I hate you. Anushka, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm going back to figuring out how to write again because y'all are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to figure it out.
Yeah. The drawing board. <laughs> I feel the same. <laughs> These symbols, y'all call oh. them letters? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These symbols, y'all call them Y'all, put, y'all honestly put words together so beautifully. I love it. Hey, man, you guys really do. Each and every one of you really, really do. You guys brought such light love, such such dope poetry, such talent, such heart, such soul to this evening. Um, I cannot thank you enough. Oh, appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I've got one one more set of rapid fire questions for my brother, yours truly. Are you ready, sir? I don't know. I got a father behind Manuska. I... <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm my gonna fav- give you a my, second. I, I understand. My favorite understand. color is green. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, big bro. I'm I'm here for you. All right, you got it. First one. It might be a little heavy. Why do you write? I write for the people who don't. I write for the ones who don't yeah. feel like they are good enough or that their words are meant to be spoken. I actually have started writing for the poets. Mm. That is the mm-hmm. reason I write. I write mm. for yeah. the poets. So many people that. write for others. I'm, I'm a write for us. Mm-hmm. Talk yes. about it. Yes, yes. That's what's up. And this show is for us. Um, give me three words that you got a thing for. And why? Mm. Three words I have a thing for? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, this is a family show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's explicit. That's, it's marked explicit. Do you think? Do you think? All right. That's the first place um, my mind went. <laughs> so I have it. I have it. And my brother just said it. It's just the simple three words. Just spit, poet. Each ah, word okay. means okay. so much. Especially okay. In okay. Community. Okay. So, yeah. I like that. Mm. Okay. I like that. Um, <laughs> how do you know when it's done? I mean, truly done. I have mentors that I send my work to. And when okay. they say, eh, it'll work, then I say, okay, that's good. And yes, I'll, Dr. Love, you can call ask questions. That is really cool, man. Wow. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so by chance, are the mentors the same ones that kind of were around when you were younger? That influenced no. you at that time? Um, okay. My I, I change it. So I have a um I have a writing mentor, I have a performance okay. mentor, and ah, okay. four different ones. And so they change as I develop, they change yes. when really they just pass me off to the next <laughs> the next like <laughs> legend of a poet. But it, you it need increases that time, my ability. What you need to- Right. That's beautiful, Why, though, brother. That yeah. yeah. That's lovely, brother. That's quite a that's quite a blessing, man. That's quite it a blessing, is. man. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, let me see. I got a couple more for you. Um any <clears throat> excuse me. Any poems? Uh okay, actually let me hold this question for a second because Dr. Love is calling and uh let's see who he has a question for, okay? Yes, <laughs> yes. Connect him. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Hey, Dr. Love. Hi, thanks for having me as your guest. Calling in from Jamaica. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, Who do you have a question for? Um, It's an open question, and it's just five questions. Anyone can answer um, this question. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump to number one. 
do the internet and social media contribute to the well-being of poetry? Mm. What yes. do most poorly written poems have in common? What do most well-written poems have in common? How important is accessible of meaning? Should one have to work hard to solve the poem? And what, um, where do you go to find your poem? Is it that you read a book to develop a, um, a poem or you just see um, everyday life to, you know, to be inspired to, to inspire you to write a poem? That's my um, five questions. Thank you very much um, for the questions. It's uh, it's too many questions right now. I'm gonna ask you to um, to narrow it down to maybe two of those questions, if you could, um, in the interest of time. Um, and I think that um, some of the poets have already mentioned um, some of their inspirations, um, being uh, everyday life, um, being a mother. Um, family, uh, as her spoken words had said earlier. Um, can I ask you to narrow the questions down to two, and then we can uh, we can have the panelists respond, please? Sure, no problem. Um, uh, I would ask number one question, do the internet and social media contribute to the well-being of poetry? And um, I would ask number four, uh, should one have to work hard to solve poems? Those, just those two questions. And the last question was, uh, work hard to, to do what? Solve a poem? Yes. Okay. All right, panelists. Um, you heard the question. So, Anyone want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll answer the first one. So the internet, the internet has drastically changed the way everybody is um, learning about poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, Poets, poets know how to poet, but we are now able to reach others as far as what's mm-hmm. going on in the world today, the social injustices. The poets were the ones that people were going to in order to mm-hmm. learn more, in order yeah. to gain a sense of knowledge as well as awareness. It was when yeah. uh, even celebrities themselves, they weren't talking, they were doing poetry because people were listening to poetry. And they weren't listening to celebrities. They weren't listening to governmental uh, uh, media. They weren't listening to sports uh, activists. They were listening to poets because poets right. do research. We, we know what we're talking about. You're so many um, professional people who are poets. Mm-hmm. And so that is why the world came to us first. And so, yeah, you get, you get so much from uh, the internet giving, uh, giving us a platform uh, despite mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, the whole the whole social media platform gives us a reason to speak. Wow! Thank you. I'll Anyone? um go ahead and answer no, go ahead, number Mishka. four. Oh, mm-hmm. or, oh, it was me. I'm not, it was I wasn't who was going to respond. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so for number four, I think it was: Do you have to uh, think hard to solve a poem? Um, mm. something along that line, those lines, but I would say no, 
because for me personally, when I look at poetry, especially if it isn't my own and it is somebody else who has written it, I would say I kind of take it for what it is, like what I think it is. Um, someone could write a love poem or someone could write a, a poem about anything and it can mean something totally different than mm -hmm. my perspective of it. Um, when I do poetry or when I speak poetry and I don't really give like a backstory about my poems, however that person takes it for what it is, is the message that they needed to hear. And as an artist and as a poet, then I cl completed my job. Whether I write a poem about you know, police brutality and they take it in a totally different aspect and it motivated them to be better and to do great things, then, you know, I got my message across and I did the best that I could. So I don't think it takes much to solve a poem because really as artists and as poets or even anybody in the art realm, you, you feel it. And if your audience feels something close to what you feel, then you've done your job. And um, yeah, that's that's what I think. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Manushka, you want to share, share any thoughts on the questions uh, by our listener? Um, yeah. I, at the end, he was saying about where do you go to get a poem or where do you get inspiration? I know we touched ah, on yes. that, mm -hmm. but um, for me, it's more of an internal thing. Mm -hmm. I go from within for the poetry because I think that's where it starts. And then we have this outward experience as well. And realize all, everything going on in the world and how much um, it needs to be fixed. I feel like poets are right. impact, impacts. We take in a lot of energy and that's why yeah. it's, it's, it, it can be exhausting sometimes and you literally have to put, you're putting energy into a poem and you're, you're, you're making your emotions real. So I feel like going from within mm -hmm. um, and, and doing an outwardly expression of that is is the biggest inspiration that um that helps you get into the mood of of writing mm -hmm. and and speaking from pain and happiness and joy and hurt mm -hmm. um, and i think that everyday experiences um also help us write as well Indeed. Um, so beautifully said from uh, each of you. Thank you all uh, for the responses. And thank you as well to Dr. Love. Appreciate that um, calling in. Um, sometimes it takes a little courage, you know, uh, to, um, to ask a question. Um, yeah. And uh, we really appreciate that. If you are a poet, a writer, or somebody who's just interested, um, or you're asking for somebody else, uh, myself and, and the panelists here, I want to encourage you. Um, to continue um, your journey, um, just write and um, and definitely follow follow these uh, these individuals. Uh, as you can see, uh, yours truly, so eloquently put, it it makes a difference when when you have support, when you have people around you um, that support and encourage encourage you in what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, just uh, come back to the next show, uh, please. Um, and, and like I said, follow these individuals, man. <laughs> Definitely. Um, thank you for that. Great, great questions. Okay, so my brother, yours truly, I'm gonna just ask you this uh, this last question, uh, and then if you can um, share uh, another piece with us. I know I promised you guys that we'd go until about nine. Uh, so after that, uh, I am going. To, uh, we'll wrap up the show, 
and I will uh, tally up our points. Actually, let me see what we have with the points. Oh, so we got we're gonna do a couple more, a couple more um, questions because we have to break the tiebreaker. We have to break the tiebreaker right now, mm-hmm. and yours truly are tied. So, yours truly. Last question: How do you prepare for a live performance? <laughs> Y'all gonna laugh at me. Um, <laughs> I watch, I listen to a lot of country music and there is, see, I told you, there is a song by Sugarland called Stay and all she does is literally stand in front of the camera and you feel every emotion that she utters out of her mouth. And I try, and I'm a very visual performance type of poet. I'm moving everywhere, but all she does is stand there and, and sing. And yeah. I want to do that. I want to provide that sense mm-hmm. of feeling within my audience of let me just watch or let me just stop watching. If I close my eyes, I can still see him gesturing or I can still mm-hmm. feel his power mm-hmm. and his emotion. So that's that's what mm-hmm. I do. Mm. Do you have something else that you can share with us? Yes, I was really debating on what I should do. And I was like, my friend is telling me to do Roses Are Red, but I think I'm going to do one for the poets. Uh, Mm. This piece is called John 1-1. Ah, okay. In the beginning was the word. That's why poets were the first prophets to profit from the wisdom that God sent by the use of his words in a world so toxic that he had to put animals in a box with his human creation, telling the revelation of how a dove offered liberation. And now the eagle has landed, stranded in a lonely island on this planet, and we can't stand it. Some of us ain't got the same standards. No, we're not on equal footing. I suppose putting those who practice poems and prose on the outside looking, cooking up things like rhyme schemes about their exploits and sinning, while others concoct words of conscience to get off their conscience with the purpose of winning. See, in the beginning, when God was inventing and first planted poetry on this planet, he planned it. It wasn't some big bang panic. Mm-hmm. Poetry is a heaven sent gem meant to bring you closer to him, yet still leave you grounded. Some of mm-hmm. us found it and were founded on days we was grounded. Hounded inside the haunting, hidden hollows mm-hmm. of our heads, our imaginations confined, yet not dead. Afraid to be defined as weak, yet too scared to speak. And so we'd write poetry. And poetry is just not some mere word to me. It's me foreseeing everything you've ever heard from me. And currently, I'm learning how to use words concurrently like currency or split water. And having both current see, that's because I'm a prophet too. And I can smit words with urgency or slow it down like they chalk and screw. Yes, I walk it like I talk it with a lot of bit of moxie too. And you can do the same. Ain't nobody stopping you or blocking you from receiving and being a blessing. Use that stressing as a life learned lesson and quit second guessing your direction or caring about others' affections towards your gift. If you was chosen, I'm proposing that you was made to do this. Because truth is, you're useless if you ain't being hated and berated because of your talents. The blood-related gonna be the main change trying to knock you off balance, but remain focused and keep smiling. Become a positive, permanent fixture while you showing your dentures. And in the flash, that negative energy will be in the past while you collecting cheese, all because you see the bigger picture. See, I've shown you it's been written in the scriptures. Way before an Adam was Adam. Before a cow jumped over the moon or Neptune, put a mm. ring round Saturn, God patterns you for greatness. Even in your mm. lateness, at your latest, there are sayings you can still peek from, speak from. For before you falter or reach his altar, he set in salter that his will be done. And as his son, I'm here to help. 
guide you on what you need to set your mind to find who hurt you and work through the means to truly find you remain inside you mm. until you mm. get all that you deserve now stop it once you're noted as a prophet poet and truly know it and with this you have my word mm. oh in peace wow <laughs> Man, thank you. That was a that treat. Was good. The, the yes. wordplay, my God. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Amazon got nothing on you, bro. You silly. I appreciate it. Y'all silly. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Well deserved, man. Everybody on the panel tonight, thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Um, our game is now at the tie break. So our winner, our leaders, I should say, yours truly and Wanushka are tied with six points. And um, this is it. We got to get a tie break. And the way we're going to do it is who answers first? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a few categories here still. And I'm going to just hop around. And whichever one of you answers first, after I've given all the um, choices, then you'll be the winner. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Manushka, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> all right, fantastic. Okay. Let's go to finish line. In this category, you're going to just finish the line. <laughs> hmm. The line is, how do I love thee? Blank. Is it how do I love thee? A. Count the words. Sorry. <laughs> let me put the, uh, let me put it. How do I love thee? Is it A, thy heart belongs to another? Or is it B, with all my heart and soul? Or is it C, let me count the ways? And remember, it's first to respond let and the count. answer has to be correct. Okay. okay. Obviously, I, I probably didn't need to say that. All right. Um, uh, and D, when thou dost not love me. Let me count the ways. Let C. me count the ways. Yes, yeah, see. But she got it. She got it from when you first did it. <laughs> when you but as soon as you said it, I didn't even need yeah. the multiple choice. She <laughs> is the correct answer. Woo. <laughs> so we want to give it up. Wait, did I f see now? I want to make sure. I, w I didn't. Did you say C before I finished? Yeah, yeah. but it's cool. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> That's not <laughs> it. I can't. Okay, I'm gonna. I want to finish. I want to finish. Finish all the choices. Okay. I'm gonna finish all the choices. <laughs> all right, Manushka. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, once I finish all the choices, then do your thing. Tell us your response. All right. I'm gonna hop around. I'm gonna hop around to a different one. Um, same category. Same category. Let me. Uh, let me do this. I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the chat. Would that be easier? You guys can see it at the same I mean, time, and the answers, and think about it at the same time. 
Either yeah. way, it doesn't matter. That's fine. All right, let me do that. It is in the chat now. Okay. Question is, or the line is, stone walls do not a prison make blank. Is it A, so hide a file inside the cake? Is it B, because stone can bend and break? Or is it C, nor iron bars a cage? Or is it D, when your spirit is free? B. D. Because stone can bend and break? No, actually, um, you both got this one uh, incorrect. <laughs> that was actually C. Ah. Uh, All right. Okay. Here we go. Another one. Parting is all we know of heaven. A, in this world of ours, or B, parting is what we dread, or C, and all we see of heaven, or D, and all we need of hell. And I say D. Uh, I say that ben. is correct. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Very nicely done. Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> Very nicely done. Let's give it up one time. All of our panelists. Thank you guys Thank so, you so much, much for chilling with me and for playing. Um, congratulations uh, to yours truly, our winner. Um, mm -hmm. He is going to be featured in the Ink Magazine's uh, September issue. His work will be there in the, uh, in the Spilled Ink section. Again, you can check that out to see our first two uh, poet and writers who are featured in the August issue. Uh, we're very wow. excited about the collaboration and very excited about this opportunity to celebrate our poets even more. Uh, so we appreciate that. Once again, congratulations. You're truly very well deserved, well played. Um, hope you guys had a lot of fun. Um, so much fun. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what I want to hear. I'm that still was mad at the ant question. I'm not going to lie. The ant question is still mad <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got to say thank you uh, to everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, as, as always, I hope that you had a fun time. And for questions, advertisements, and if you're interested in being a guest on the program, you can DM me at Nakwell Poetry. Listen to all shows on Podbean. Anchor and Spotify, or you can just vibe live. August 29th is the next show. So come back to chat and relax at the Pod Poets Lounge. A special thanks once again to our guest artist for stopping by. Let him hear it. Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It was amazing. Had so much it was fun. so amazing. Humble. Me so all y'all virtually. <laughs> it was a blessing to be on the stage with y'all. Thank y'all so much. Indeed, indeed. Um, it was a true pleasure having you on the show, evidenced by the smile on my face. Stay safe, stay positive, have a good night, and take good care. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye. Another memorable episode at the Pod Poets Lounge. Thank you, Gloria Clark. Thank you, Manushka the Poet. And thank you, 
our winner of tonight's show. Yours truly, Poetry. Appreciate you, brother. Tune in to the next show, August 29th. You don't want to miss these dope poets. It's 7 to 9 Eastern Time. Listen live and come Pulo with my pod peeps. I feel the vibe. Kaboom!